0: So what day is it? It's Friday, man. (laughs) You made it. This week went really quickly. Is that a good thing? Well, yeah, it's just odd. I mean, I don't know if it went quickly because uh, we had a lot to talk about or if it went quickly because I'm just getting old and things are going quicker. Uh Uh-huh. That's the one right there. Time keeps on <laughs> slipping, slipping, slipping another, into the damn future. Another week is gone. <laughs> right. And here
1: we sat, man, going,
0: dang, that was got just like that.
1: <laughs> That's all right. So how are, you,
0: how are you otherwise?
1: Well, I don't have any regrets. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I have no regrets at all. I, I feel very good. I wish you would ask me other questions because you're does asking me the wrong ones. Does it bug you that
0: people keep asking you yes, questions about this?
1: You're asking me the wrong questions. <sighs> and uh, I'd prefer not to answer those. By the way, it was just a slip up. We I, Just a miss file a misfile you know what i mean we, we file them in the wrong place and so not, 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 it's not a big deal nothing to see it. here man you got a pretty little head don't worry
0: it <laughs>
1: now <laughs> an hour ago i spoke with former vice president mike pence who told me
0: it was a great interview by the way it was cool
1: thank you very much um who said uh hey you know what um we have a protocol and it's followed closely on these documents because i asked him you know as a vice president something you know about What's your access to top-secret material as far as taking it off campus and all that? And he's not going to comment too much about this. Right, you know, right. he's going to let the process work. But he said, you know, you get a daily briefing, intelligence briefing every day, um, one heartbeat away that, you know, there's a certain protocol that is followed. And, yes, you see these things. But there is a very strict process that is followed for returning those documents right then. And in other words, same thing that you've been told, that I've been told, I've been told by people that served in the White House, but also out here at Security Hill and other places, you don't take those documents away. No. No, there's somebody standing there, and you read the material.
0: And then you give it right back to them. (laughs) Yes, sir. That's what Ben said. Yes, sir. And Uh you're in the same room, you get to see them, then you give them right back. You Pretty don't much. walk out the room with the documents in your hand,
1: and you certainly don't take them home and stick them in the garage. <laughs> Next year, <to> your Hibachi. <laughs> you and, know, and, and your midlife crisis <laughs> car, and
0: your and your freaking Corvette. <laughs> yeah. So uh, none of this is believable, but we knew it was not believable. Right, right, right. And and you know, I uh, at least the Secret Service are acknowledging that. Well, yeah, we. <laughs> We sort of do know who's in and out of the places we protect. I forget the actual word, our pro, our our protects, whatever they call it. They're, they have a slang term for it. In other words, they know who the hell is going in and out of the Wilmington residence when the president's there. They know who's going in and out of the residence in Rehoboth when the president's there. That's right. The you know, which of course, when they said they didn't keep logs, it was just, oh come on, man. Mm-hmm. How effective a freaking Secret Service are you if you don't know who's coming and going? Well,
1: and you know the uh, New York Post, who I read every day, uh, has been asking for these now for months on end, and uh, through Freedom of Act, uh, right. Freedom of Information Acts, and the Secret Service has been lying by saying, "No, we don't have them. We don't keep them. This is private residence," and blah blah blah. And, you know, I was saying yesterday, hey, the reason they don't want that out is because, hey, look, here's the deal. There's people that were in there that shouldn't see top secret stuff, yeah, and they, they know it, right?
0: Yeah, they don't want people knowing who, uh, who they let in there.
1: In the term you were looking for, the Secret Service does generate law enforcement and criminal justice information records for various individuals who may come into contact with Secret Service protected sites.
0: Protected sites, right, so, right. Which is wherever the president
1: is. Yes. And or wherever he may be. That's right. And so, uh, why now? people have asked me this morning, why now are they uh, waking up and saying, "Yes, we do have this info well, uh Comer and Jim Jordan said we're going to start subpoenaing family members and asking family members who was coming and going, and you get the crackhead up there and get him under oath <laughs>
0: oh, God
1: and the Secret Service can't control what the crackhead might say,
0: no, so no, they can
1: he might say. Mr. Wong Dong Chow was here.
0: <laughs> it's possible. <laughs> Mr. Wong Dong Chow. And so Mr. Wong Dong Chow. Okay, Round Eye.
2: Well, you're, but you're right. You Am know, I not I, right? Well, on you're that? right, you know, and I I,
0: <laughs> I also get I'm starting to get the sense that I, I think people are gonna start jumping off of his ship. I I I think we also within the Secret Service, they're like Hey, if he's going down, we ain't going down with him. That's right. <laughs> and, I, and I told a story from the
1: first family detail this morning about this 40-ish year old that would come and visit Bill Clinton. Uh, right. And, and she was not to be tracked, not to be traced. None of that information was to, to go in there. Uh, just so Hillary couldn't find out what oh, Bill was doing and Hillary would leave. And I would, didn't tell a story to be salacious because we know he's a horn dog. He's always well, been yeah, a horn yeah, yeah, dog, yeah. right? So we know sure. that about him. But the fact of the matter is the list we're going to get from the from the Secret Service is not going to be complete. No. It's not going to be complete.
0: No, I, I fully expect that, but they do want to put something out because they look yep. foolish, and people are really asking questions about this this business of claiming you don't know who came and went, mm-hmm. or you kept no records of it at all. That No, I don't think... Did anybody buy that crap? Did anybody believe that? <laughs> and if they did, what are you drinking? So, yeah. you know, I... I, I I think, well, it's kind of like an onion, right? I think you'll see more and more layers of people who are like, I ain't going down with this administration. Well, you know, it's pretty interesting. Well, well, one thing about yeah. Democrats is they, they do stick together. Oh, yeah. But when it comes to their individual, uh, you know, or, or, or when the, if the party is damaged or the movement is damaged... Or you know, if this guy's got to go down, I'm not going. With, they will dump you. Yeah, so I, 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 I think we'll see a lot more people jumping ship. Well, and it, it's
1: the swamp, you know. Yeah. The, the, the methane is uh, is self contained, and they they make sure that they cover their own. It was a very interesting opening to Tucker Show, and I know I talk about him frequently. I watch the the open every night just right. to see what is is going on. And uh, you know, I hope he's not suicidal because last night was he stepped on a lot of toes last night i
0: didn't I didn't catch it last night I really well, to sleep. I'll just
1: encapsulate for you real quick it's a fifteen minute segment right, but, but he talked <clears throat> about this specifically, and he said the permanent state in washington d c that's what he calls it is bringing him down this is this is an operation with the the permanent state that is doing this he said really you know getting caught with these documents or whatever that's a that's a meaningless thing really cuz we have a a terrible way of handling these things in the country and so this is not you wouldn't think this would be the thing that would bring him down it would be the border it would be some of the other things that mm-hmm. he has done that is truly actionable when it comes to uh, impeachment and bringing right. down a president but when the uh, when, when the swamp decides they're done with you and you know you're a useful idiot and they're ready to get rid of you then they'll do all kinds of crazy stuff to do it behind the scenes. And he used Nixon as an example. He said, you know, the most popular president in history of the country was
0: Nixon. Mm. You wouldn't know that, right? He was very successful in his time. Before Watergate, he was very successful diplomatically with China. He was very successful in, in the way he handled Vietnam. Yeah. Uh, he was the one who insisted on bombing the Ho Chi Minh Trail. Yeah. I mean, he, he he was a very successful president.
1: He was uh, reelected with the highest popular vote count of any president in the history of the country. Mm.
0: People forget that. Yeah. yeah,
1: and that's what he brought up last night. He said, "You know, he was very well liked and all that kind of stuff," until he was sitting with the CIA director one day and said, "I know who killed John." <laughs> and it was all on wow. tape. All this is on tape. Right. And Tucker pointed to the tape last night. I know who killed John, the CIA director. They had already moved, re- removed uh, his vice president, uh, Agnew, and they put in a guy who was on the uh, Warren Commission <laughs> as vice president who had never been elected. His name was Gerald Ford.
0: Right, right.
1: And uh, when Gerald Ford was in there, that's when they began the whole got to get rid of, of Nixon. And they <clears> he <throat> talked about how uh, – Bernstein or or Woodward uh was put in the Washington Post by these folks. The Washington Post hired a guy without any without any information whatsoever, without any background in journalism whatsoever, and got him a job at the Washington Post. Mm, I didn't know that. Yeah, isn't this crazy? Yeah. I mean when you start to dig into this stuff, it's nuts. And um and that four of the burglars at the Watergate building were CIA operatives.
0: Well, I knew that. I yeah. remember reading about that. Yeah. 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 And
1: then the information <laughs> then the information is coming from the FBI director to Woodward, uh, who is putting the information out, and that killed the presidency of, of Nixon sure. and put a Warren
0: Commission guy in there. Right, right. Wow well yeah I mean,
1: stunning stuff right
0: that's I mean, it's crazy kind of 10 10 foil haddish so, but, but i mean the, the, the same thing may be happening to biden right now it's very real possibility you know because uh I, I i always go back to the, the the reality that cbs broke this story yeah isn't that crazy cbs that's what's about the woodward thing yeah right? yeah yeah
1: in that you know
0: yeah it's odd because uh, normally they would be very protective of this president exactly so, right that's, I don't know, you, man. you just
1: you, you right there you just put your finger on it.
0: And you just put your well, finger and now on now the it. secret service is kind of turning tail yeah. on this thing, you know, if if Merrick Garland starts to sniff that uh, you know he's tied to an anchor, uh he might light a fire under this Robert Hur's ass and see what happens. I I I don't know, yeah. but, but these are soulless people. And they're not going to go down with Joe Biden. Mm -mm. They'll they'll tie him to the stake and leave him out there for the T-Rex. And I think that's what they're doing. Yeah, that's exactly
1: right. Munch, munch. All right, quick break. More Friday wear and rhyme coming up. At BG Products, if you're not using BG, I'd just like to recommend them to you. Um, I've used them now for a very long time in our vehicles. And I did all the research. In fact, I did a research under the well, some of the harshest conditions that could ever exist, and that's uh, driving a race car really, really fast, really, really hot engine for a really, really long time. And the BG products never let me down in that environment. And I knew, I knew that if it could stand up to what we were doing in NASCAR, running these local tracks and everything, that it could stand up to, to what was happening on 1604 and I-35, and it has. So I've been very happy with the BG products. Don't look for it, like, on a shelf somewhere at a Walmart or an O'Brien's or O'Reilly's or whatever. No, uh, it's, it's, it's only put in by the guys who change your oil. They're the ones who have it. And most of the shops, greater than 95% of the shops around here have the BG products available. Make sure you use their fuel system cleaner, too, because it'll save you money at the gas pump. BG, find a Mostly cloudy today at 58. Shower possible tomorrow in fifty eight and on Sunday it's going to be sixty five and sunny and right now it's fifty five at KTSA Good morning starting to notice so i uh, it's wearing Rima Trey wear Sean Rima, KTSA from seven to nine Monday through Friday and I stopped by the office this morning and you were doing
0: prep. so what you got uh well it's just a follow up story I, I I think you're you know you're, you're gonna see more and more people who are uh, sick of the woke thing. And I, I have a story. This is just a follow up to a previous story that I, I think uh, kind of proves my point. We had this business of this guy, this hockey player for the Philadelphia Flyers, Ivan uh, Bravorov, if I'm saying it correctly, and infamously now on Tuesday nights they were doing a pride, gay pride thing before the game. He said, "I'm Russian Orthodox. I'm I can't participate in this. I got to stay true to my faith. I respect everyone." He didn't he didn't call anybody a name. He didn't disparage anybody. He just said, I'm not going to participate. I got to stay true to my faith. That's it. Uh and because they were putting rainbows on their hockey sticks and the rain, jersey jerseys had yeah. rainbows on all that stuff. It was right. a big deal. And of course the left went nuts on this guy. Oh, he should be fired. He should be cut from the team. Uh, you know, he's he's awful. He's he's uh he's transphobic and homophobic. It was just a big reaction. Got to cancel him. Got to cancel him. Yeah. Well, his jersey is com- uh almost completely sold out. It's number nine for the Philadelphia Flyers, and from Tuesday until now, on two different websites that sell his official jersey, they're the only ones that are left. Are the really extra extra small that people just bought it out. That, to me, shows you is a nice indicator where people are on a lot of this woke stuff, especially with the gay and trans, especially the trans community. I think people are really sick of that. And so they showed their uh, their uh, their appreciation for him by buying up his jersey. And, okay. and I think that's cool. You know, people who claim to be
1: tolerant and pro-choice, they're not tolerant they're not. And pro-choice at all, are they? But I, I, another obs- observation I made about that story is that it took a Russian to point that out to Americans. <laughs> right. Right? Didn't it? It, it did. took a Russian yeah. to point out to Americans that you're supposed to be free and not go with the crowd. You're supposed to have freedoms in this country. And it took a Russian to point that out. It, it's also, you know, I, want, I do want to take a minute and play one minute of this Constantine Kiris guy. Okay. Yeah, sure. Uh, K- Kizen, I'm sorry. Constantine is This the guy the,
0: uh, great, in Great Britain. Is this the comedian? Yes, uh, yes, 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 yes.
1: He's also a podcaster, and he spoke at Oxford Union Society. And this is going to take one minute. The, the speech was about seven or eight right. minutes. But this is I one heard, minute. I've heard most of it. You want to
2: yeah. do, do the full thing?
1: No, not the whole thing. Just the minute long. Just a minute long, not the whole seven minutes. We're not going to.
2: No, do that. no, no, not what I played earlier. That, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah.
1: Let's do that. Yeah, it's a minute long show. Let's, let's hear what he has to say. He's addressing the woke crowd and woke culture, and then you and I will break that sure, down a little bit. Sure. Okay.
3: This country is responsible for 2% of global carbon emissions, which means that if Britain was to sink into the sea right now, it would make absolutely no difference to the issue of climate change. You know why? Because the future of the climate is going to be decided in Asia and in Latin America by poor people who couldn't give a about saving the planet. 120 million people in China do not have enough food. I don't mean that they don't get dessert, I mean they suffer from malnutrition. That means that their immune system is breaking down because they don't have enough food. You're not going to get them to stay poor. And the only thing that wokeness has to offer in exchange is to brainwash bright young minds like you, to believe that you are victims, to believe that you have no agency, to believe that what you must do to improve the world is to complain, is to protest, is to throw soup on paintings. We know that the way to improve the world is to work, is to create, it is to build. And the problem with woke culture is that it's trained too many young minds like yours to forget about that.
1: Yeah, well, there you go. I follow him on Twitter, and he went on to say that we live in a society in which adults are afraid of children and young people in particular. He said, and so when you see somebody who's an adult talking to young people and being straight with them and saying, look, if you care about certain issues in the world, if you care about climate change or racial injustice, whining and complaining is not going to fix that problem. But adults are afraid of the children now. We need young people to step up and actually work and build and create things. That's going to solve the problems of the future, not throwing soup at a Van Gogh. And
0: soup at paintings, right, which I think is disgusting. Yeah, I... I, uh it's a great speech, and uh, I, I I, wonder, I haven't seen any of the video of it, what the looks on the faces of the kids he was talking to was.
1: You know, can I just say that for a second? Because yeah. I, I did see it. They they sat there for the first time in real silence, and, and in that kind of atmosphere, it's almost like the prime minister thing where he's right. standing at a place sure. like that, and they yell. They
0: didn't yell. They just sat there and they watched. They didn't challenge him. Well, they just I, stood there and took it in. I think a lot of them know that's true. Yeah. <laughs> you know, because they're... they're they're, they're being mass-produced to think this way, uh, through the education system, through the collegiate system. You know, I've seen it with my own eyes. And it, he's right. It's, it's, it's a, a philosophy of outrage without any action. Uh, the outrage itself is, is the point. And uh, there's no critical thinking. He even mentions that I, I think, or somebody, somebody was talking about how, they're, they're, and I say it all the time, they're not being taught critical thinking skills, uh, and they can't handle being challenged. No, and they, the reason that, so when you say that adults are afraid of the kids, it's, it's tr- in a sense, it's true. You know, I mean, I know with my own kid that a couple times my daughter, you know, where something political came up. And I never disag I all I ever say to her is, Look, I don't care what you think, as long as you can tell me why you think that and I got a reaction for that. Well it, and I and I think that's indicative of a lot of them that they don't even want to be challenged on their thinking. Because they're taught not to accept being challenged. Because if you challenge their way of thinking, just like grown-ass adult Democrats, well, it's because you hate me or you're a racist or whatever. So,
1: you know, I say this a lot. We're, we live in an age of the wishification of men in America. We, do, we truly do, and it's a global issue as well. And I right. say things like, take your sweater, off. put your white claw down. And start acting like a man, and that would be, don't be afraid of kids. Don't, don't, and his, his point is great, that the adults are afraid of the children, and the adults are grooming the children to be nothing more than just complainers and whiners and, and soup throwers, instead of saying to them, in, right. a, in, in reality, saying to a kid, stop your little whiny-ass stuff, you little snot-nosed piece of junk, and get to work. That's exactly what he was saying, and that's exactly oh, what adults should do.
0: Well, but I think women, too, grown women, as well, moms too. I mean, I, I think it's everybody across the board has to start. We have to change how we're raising or allowing these kids to be raised, because you know what? It's 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 they're allowed to be kids for the rest of their lives because every reaction you just and every reaction he talked about. About the outrage, about you know the the, the the you know no action, don't want to do anything about it. Everything you're describing, these are all the actions of children. These are these are adult children, and it's translating not only into this wussification of men and and all that. And there's no fathers out there telling these kids to go to work or what have you. It also translates into employers are scared of their employees. Absolutely. Do you know what I mean, it's, it's that dynamic is, is throughout our entire society. Absolutely. Um,
1: and, and I never threw soup at a painting. First of all, I was raised better than that, right?
0: Well, yeah. So I never threw soup at a painting. But I was raised Destroying better
1: than that. Art, yeah. But I but I also one of the reasons I knew not to do something stupid like that. Number one, it didn't do any. It didn't prove anything. Doesn't do anything. Right. Doesn't change anything. It doesn't improve the world at all. But number two, I had to go home. And let me tell you, I didn't want to go home. If I would have done something stupid like that, the last place I would have wanted to go was to home to face my parents, who would have held me accountable for being a stupid, whiny little baby. And and instead of joining me in the whining, you're right, it's adults too. Instead of joining me in the whining, I would have been held accountable and told, "Get your ass out and go to work and and change things." Don't
0: see? See their greatest their, their their hero is Greta Thunberg. Yeah. Well, they're they're also surrounded by adults that tell them how brave they are. I'm telling you, you're right. They're right surrounded the by people who are telling them, yeah, that's, go, yeah, yeah. There's nothing yeah, brave about fight that at climate all. climate change, throw some soup on a freaking Van Gogh or a Matisse, you know. And that they're, they're surrounded by people who are encouraging them to do that. Okay, and that's, how do you get around that? <laughs> I think, you know, and all these social conditioning. How do you get around How do you get around the Facebook? Start how do you throwing get around social jail. media? Yeah, I, well, that, I guess that's you, another
1: thing, but when they throw soup on a painting, you or, throw their ass in they, jail. That's right. Or when they go in and they destroy a store, yeah. you've got, uh, over in Houston, there's a story out this morning, we're way behind, but there's a story out in Houston this morning about how store owners are sleeping now yeah. with g- shotguns in front of their stores and bars because these little tur- turds are <laughs> coming in and destroying their places of business. They've got well, no you, choice. That, men, daddy, stand up and start confronting this when it's your kid right. you grab him by the back of the neck and you take him home and you whip his butt if right, he's doing right. that or you call the cops and say come get this boy and lock him up right that's right. how you start yeah, to do i it. I, agree. I got a couple of people texting me saying who is that what is the guy? constantine with a k constantine kissin Constantine Kisson and that's where you'll find him. He's also on Twitter and other places as well. So, if your foundation is failing, you know what? You may not know it. You may not know that that foundation is failing. You may not see the telltale signs. Now, usually there's cracks in the wall or cracks in the ceiling or cracks outside you might see in the brick or the mortar that would indicate a failing foundation. But other times, nope, there's no indication whatsoever. That's why I fully support com. They will give you a free inspection of your foundation and we do have serious issues around here with foundations because we have all the strange weather and we have all the different soils all around here and all that kind of stuff get a free inspection of your foundation and if you have a problem they'll know what to do to correct that problem to save you a lot of time a lot of hassles and money that's foundation need to sell your home on your schedule here we're putting info in your ear that's right info. how does that feel you may have to get one of those things that you clear your ear with to get all that info out. Because we're it. just
0: shoving the info in your head. That's right. <laughs> Keep it playing there, Jimmy. This is interesting. Yeah.
1: It's a long intro, so it goes on for six days. Funky Friday. That's right. That's what it is. You know, so I was talking to Mike Pence, vice president earlier. Right. My phone, when I'm on here, my phone sits, how far is that? Three feet, four feet away mm-hmm. from me. It sits on a counter, or it sits on my copy stand over there. Right. Long. Wait, wait. Nowhere near me. Right. So I just picked it up during the news break to go to Amazon.com because I'm looking for a couple of books. Right. Do you know the suggested books that Amazon has for me this morning?
0: Mike Pence's book? Mm-hmm. <laughs> the man, is li- they're listening, man. I didn't do it. I didn't touch no, that phone.
1: Yeah. And I didn't ask anything about Mike Pence's book. Why well, wow. I just went to Amazon right now. My phone's sitting over there and went to Amazon, and here's suggested reading for you Mike Pence's book. Now, that could happen, I guess, but come on, what are the chances? I just talked to the dude. They're
0: listening to it. They, they, they're, they're listening. <laughs> the phones are listening to us, Is that man. not freaky? Well, I, what, it happens all even, the time it, to me. It does to me as well. What's even freakier, though, is when you just think... You ever had... I mean, I, yes, I swear Sean, to God... Yes, and yes, and yes. I swear to God, I'm just thinking about something. yes. And yes starts popping up. You're right. I've heard you
1: talk about that and that's it, Facebook does that to me all the time now. How are they doing that? I don't know. There's something about what we're doing in our algorithm. And uh <laughs> and the oceans are boiling by the way.
0: Oh, he needs to sit his fat butt down. Do you know what
1: the outside temperature would have to be for the uh, for the oceans to boil? Like really really
0: hot. Like 2000 degrees. Yeah like really really hot <laughs> we, we we're, we're 20 years past his 10-year deadline do you know what i mean and, and that guy he flew his fat behind out there in a private jet he he how many houses does that guy have well let's talk about that first so we're talking
1: about al gore going to uh the world conference yeah, and, Davos yeah. and all that kind of crap which Tony Blair said something from there we can talk about in a second, too, but Al Gore is screaming about how the oceans are boiling. Well, you'd, you'd have to have an outside temperature of a couple of grand for that to happen. But um, I got to looking into Al Gore a little bit. Uh-huh. He didn't have any money when he went into Congress. None. Interesting. He now has $300 million. <laughs> $300 million. Now, I would say to Al Gore, instead of screaming at the rest of us, dude, you're loaded, and all your buddies in Davos are loaded, put your money where your
0: mouth is. Well,
1: you know, uh, live on a little bit less and and give up that money, and I bet you could change a lot of lives with $300 million bucks. Go ahead,
0: but bud. But he made that money off of and this that is environmental the
1: point. And that's scam. That's the point. These folks are not about improving the environment no. or saving the world or anything. These folks are about making more money for themselves. Yes, that's all they $300 about.
0: Million. He He had shares in these carbon. Remember when the carbon offset thing was the big deal? Yep. He had shares in many of those companies. Yep. Uh, he made a crap load of money off the uh, the movie and, and the books. books and all that crap. Yeah. And speeches. Speaking gigs. Yep. So, you know, and again, a lot of his science, because he's, he's been talking about this since the early 70s, but you, know, you notice it, he really didn't devote himself to this crisis until after his political career was pretty much over. Because it didn't matter. It, it didn't, didn't matter, matter then, right? Until it was Prior over. Prior to him. that, and, yeah. he was not treating it like a crisis.
1: So, and none of them were, but when they realized they could make a crap load of money oh, off yeah. of it, now it became very interesting to them. Bezos is another one, you yeah. know? And I, listen, I'm not one of these guys that is jealous of somebody else's wealth or begrudge them because they're I, more power to them. i would love I'd, to try it on for size yeah, someday.
0: Make some more. Yeah. You know,
1: do that. Do, go, do whatever you, you want as far as your money is concerned. But then don't scream at me that I'm not doing enough okay you're loaded with 300 million dollars and so you could, you're you the one who's not doing enough. We ought to be yelling at well, you. Uh, that's why this Davos thing is just kind of pointless.
0: It's a, bunch you know, of it's crap. a lot of postulating and preaching from a bunch, a bunch of, of really really rich people. A bunch of crap. And uh, and to what avail? Yeah. What, 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 what happens as a result of any of this? You, Nothing.
1: You knew that was the case when they took Humpty Dumpty down there to talk about media. Brian Stelter. He was oh, the one. God, who, he was yes. that media guy. But uh, Tony Blair, that globalist who was the PM over in Great Britain there for a while. Right. Tony Blair spoke yesterday today and he said uh and they're and they're, do, they're working it by the way this is a real deal a worldwide database on who has been vaxxed for covid19 oh stop and and there's <laughs> nothing you can do to stop it because they already know if you have been right, right. they have they your records much already know yeah so they're forming now a worldwide uh, database we need to know he says who has been uh vaxxed for covid worldwide Because there are many more vaxes and shots that are on the way. And we Not will re- for me. That, well, but he said we will require them, and when yeah. we require them, we'll have to know who has them and who doesn't. So we're forming the database right now. Well, that would be the beginnings of the end of the world.
0: Bunch then. of creeps. <laughs> they just want to take it all over. Well, that's right. And they're a bunch of creeps. They want a one-world government governing body. They want the uh, um, America's got to be uh, uh, taken down a few notches to fit into this whole uh, new matrix. So uh, into the new geopolitics. And and uh, and it's 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 a lot of uh, craziness, and and it's, it's happening though. Well, it that's is. what scares me. Is it's, it's true. actually going? You look at what's going on in this country. That's part of it.
1: Well, you know what they said uh, two days ago, that by the end, when they meet again next year, America will have the same hate speech laws that Great Britain has, that Europe has, the European Union has. Right. We'll have the same ones next time. They, next they time throw they people
0: in jail for what they post on Facebook. That's ex- or are safe from the pulpit, or or, 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 or right. safe from the pulpit. Or right, exactly.
1: They throw people in jail for that stuff, and you have to defend yourself. You're guilty until proven innocent.
0: It's like I always tell you, Trey, I call the top bunk (laughs) when they put us in the camps.
1: Aye, Captain!
0: I want to be in the top bunk, because if you fall through, you're going to crush me. So that's it. (laughs) You're saying I'm fat. No, I'm saying you're larger than I am. You're a football player. If you fall through the bunk, and I'm on the bottom, I'm like the Pillsbury Doughboy. I'll just be flattened. like that so i'll cook three times a week if you'll let me yeah. you know have the top bunk. well i'll do the recreation stuff outside
1: when we okay. get our rec hour we'll get <laughs> <laughs> we the whole thing figured out you people we? are out there laughing okay <laughs> but <laughs>
0: we've already ordered the pinstripe uh, suit you know we know it's they're gonna get around to us at some
1: point it's coming <laughs> all right the days are next where in rama ktsa Joel,
2: i'm committed to getting into shape working out
1: All right. It is the twentieth, the annual National
0: March for Life. That I think tomorrow. Tomorrow, right? Today? Uh, to, oh, it's today. Today. I think it's going to be a record breaker. Yeah, you bet that. You know that. With Roe v. Wade and all that and all the back and forth, I think it's going to be huge. There's a lot of people I know, and I heard you say this too, who are flying out there. Oh, yeah. Huge. Well, and then next Saturday is the Rally
1: for Life at the Texas Capitol in Austin. That's the 28th. So they didn't have it today because everybody went to Washington. But the Texas Rally for Life is next Saturday, the twenty eighth in Austin.
0: Let's so. see if it gets any coverage whatsoever in the national media.
1: Nah, they'll have to do a little like snippet, but that's it. I bet you, yeah, it's not going to be a or, leading.
0: It's not going to be a leading story. Or they'll feature
1: like two or three people standing around and go, "There wasn't much of a crowd
0: for the you know. <laughs> they'll either either that, they'll or or they'll find the nuttiest nuttiest crazy people you know out that. there, you know and that. they'll put them in front of a camera, you know that. You know, so the they'll, 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 apart from watching it on TV, where I'm sure we can, they'll you know there'll be coverage uh, on Fox or uh, on other days online. But it's going to be interesting to watch the coverage uh-huh. and how they handle this. See the
1: truth of it. Yeah, yeah. It always is, isn't it?
0: Pretty much. Yeah. Uh, it's camcorder day. Oh, okay. So uh, dust off your camcorders.
2: <laughs> I like that. <laughs> I
0: have not had a camcorder and. I wouldn't years. know how to operate them these days. Uh, International Fetish Day. What is that? Fetish. You know what a fetish is? Nope. You don't know what a fetish is? No, what is that? You know what BDSM, whatever the hell that is, but you don't know what Bits a them? fetish is. Bitsum? Fetish. Okay. You know, like some people have a fetish for pain. Some people have a fetish for oh, leather. Some people have a fetish. Oh, k- kinky people. Kinky. It's a fetish. Oh, kinky it's, people. So, Got I, it. I, and, you know, wrap your arms. Kinksters. You didn't I you didn't know what fetish meant? Yeah, I did. Yeah. See how you are. Yeah. Don, you got any fetishes? <laughs> well, let's, let's go get back. A little to, personal. Let's, let's go back to that camcorder we were talking about. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right. yeah <laughs> buddy. <laughs> Flack. Flack. Don't have to take it to the photo, Matt. <laughs> anyway, sorry. You okay? <laughs> Isn't he just a perfect? <laughs> yeah, totally. It's terrible. Yeah. Camcorders were fun. Anyway. It's International Fetish Day. I use it's, mine to
1: film the kids. All right.
0: Oh, I I, I film yeah. my kids. <laughs> yeah, I've got weird. the kids on slides. You know what sucks though is we all had these camcorders back in the day, but now they're <laughs> all video cassettes. Where the hell do you play them? You can't them? play them. Right, you right, got to right. spend hundreds yeah. of dollars to get that stuff. You know straight, that's a, that's
1: that you're absolutely. Right. I've got the little Super Eight ones. You know, the little no, cassettes, little yeah, tiny yeah, right. ones. Right. I don't know what to do with them because right. I the, I'm not going to spend all that money right. to transfer
0: them. It's National Disc Jockey Day. Hey, all right. We all were that at one point. Absolutely. It's Penguin Awareness Day. Okay. You know what's fascinating about that? What? Uh, my wife and I call each other our penguin. Like mm. she's my penguin. I'm my. Penguin. Did you know that penguins mate for life? Yes, they do. They meet one other penguin. That's well, you correct. know why? And they spend the rest of. Well, there's not any
1: single lot, bars on the ice. floor. Well, you're never
2: going to find a better looking penguin. So. <laughs>
1: A, a lot of birds do that.
0: I did not. I did not know that. Yeah, much. a
1: lot of birds will do that. Yeah.
0: So uh, I never
1: be- got the whole penguin thing. My when I married Nancy, she she and her brother were always into penguins. They had the little statuettes right. and all that kind of stuff. I never got it. I was like you
0: know, Well, whatever. can you be aware of the penguins today? It's absolutely. penguin awareness day. Absolutely. Be aware of absolutely. Them. absolutely. Finally, it's National Cheese Lovers Day. Oh man, I love cheese.
1: Had a burger yesterday, and I cut off a big old chunk of cheese and laid it on there, and let it melt all over that burger. You had to so, mention the burger yeah. thing, and, didn't And, you? and, and jalapeno. And
0: had a burger. Yeah, a it was time, so mate. good. It was so good. I had some plant-based material yesterday. No, well, uh, well, this uh, was a real one. This was, was a real this burger.
1: Was, this was Bessie. Uh. <laughs> Bessie was in the freezer,
0: baby. Come on, February 8th, man. I just want to get this crap over with so I can start eating again. Yes. We'll get some penguin fajitas. Well, that's right. <laughs> and trust me. here it tastes just like chicken.
1: <laughs> and trust me, the rest of us want you to start eating again, too,
2: don't yeah, we, guys? you just saying I'm yeah. in a bad
1: mood? Not at all. Just a How little gripe. you.
0: Yeah. <laughs> That's,
1: What's why we wrong all, with
2: you? that's why we're always acting busy when you come walking in. That's right. Yeah. Uh, uh, I understand now. Uh. Are We have Mr. to go Happy somewhere parents? else. Like, yeah. We got to walk down the hallway real quick. You got leave. a meeting with Greg. See uh, uh, ya. Yeah. I'll talk Important you to you later. You suggesting that, I've been in a bad mood?
1: <laughs> not at all, Sean. No. Not at all. You know you've been fine. You're, you're
0: walking sweetheart. the park. You're a real sweet. No idea what you're talking about. I know. I okay. Know. That's all I got. That's it? That's
2: the end of the, days. <laughs> yes, the, end of the those day. Those are actually pretty That's good it. days. Not those bad. are
1: decent ones today. International
2: <laughs> Fetish Day. Hey. Hey. The funny thing is, is it Fetish Day and DJ Day on the same day. Well, you know, and
1: Penguin Day, and yeah. some of those kinksters dress up as animals, so hey, oh, God, go, go to the party tonight as a penguin. <laughs> <laughs> a yes, minute.
2: Friday, so hey, come on now. More oh, where? drama
1: coming up, KTSA.
0: The Ramsey Reality Check is brought to you by... Fun. Well happy friday happy friday yes you have your jesus rock shirt on i'll have my i'll be back jesus we're jesus up today we really are (laughs) um so uh,
1: so at the border which is a mess right joe Joe biden should have been impeached on the border a long time ago but it's a mess and it's transforming our country you won't recognize america in five years we all agree on that i don't think you'll recognize it in five months Right, right 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 Uh, but I'm talking about overall, five years, we're going to look totally different. Poverty is going to be spread all over the country. It's happening right now. Yeah. You're going to have crime, homelessness. We, we were just watching these videos of of uh, zombie-like people in, uh, in various uh, cities across the country
0: who are getting tranked out on the newest fentanyl hit well they're adding animal tranks to the fentanyl so right. it's it's it, it's it looks like a like to my eyes it looks like a, a heroin addict well they look like zombies you're all bent over and you can't move and they're just standing there bobbing back and forth that's you know what the new fentanyl's doing to and them and
1: those zombie movies you know, yeah, you know what saying? Yeah. and it, like the old i know you don't like him but michael jackson thriller movie right right yeah they were there's They look like that yeah and uh, the Narcan doesn't work on them. So we got all that going on at the border. you got fentanyl being smuggled in, which is absolutely horrific. You have human trafficking and slavery that is happening. And more and more we're getting these stories from these young girls that are being put in prostitution by this slavery going on at the border. The president's all aware of this, but he doesn't give a rat's butt about any of this going on. The, no, he doesn't. But also catching up in the smuggling world,
0: eggs. <laughs> People are starting to buy black market eggs. Yes, sir. I don't doubt it. Uh, eggs are topping <clears throat> $8 a dozen in some
1: cities in yeah. America. A 108% increase in eggs confiscated at ports. Egg prices have tripled in the U.S., so south of the border. Eggs sell for as little as $3 for a 30-piece container.
0: So, three bucks. I, I saw it again last night at HEB. Yeah. There's actually people are out actually renting chickens. I saw so they are renting chickens, right? So people can produce their own eggs. So guys down <laughs> at the border
1: are having a you know they're catching chicken smugglers. I mean chicken egg smugglers. Smugglers. Egg smugglers, egg smugglers. Yeah, Imagine think about that. that. But here's another thing: eggs and
0: fentanyl. <laughs> yeah, and people and
1: people. And I and I uh, also get ready for the next one. The OJ, orange group crop, is the smallest it's it's ever been since the 1930s. Oh, God. 56% decrease in the amount of orange juice that is being produced in the United States. So that's going to be something that's going to go on the black market as well and be brought across the border because the prices for orange juice are shooting up astronomically high now. And lechuga is the same deal. We talked about a few days ago how the illegal aliens... Are stepping all over the lettuce crops, romaine and iceberg crops in Yuma, Yuma, Arizona, right, right. which is the place where more than ninety percent of our country's lettuce comes from, Yuma, Arizona. And now that they're contaminating it, th- 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 these farmers are having to destroy
0: these crops. They can't load them up and send them to HEB that way. Well, and a lot of the stuff are the it's the basic stuff. But that's what I'm it's, talking about. You know, that's what makes it so troubling. And, uh yeah, you walk through the store these days, and there's a lot of empty shelves, and the basic stuff, milk uh is up. So happy eggs Friday. Are, eggs are... <laughs> at H-E-B, there's seven, I think. Seven-something right? for a dozen. Good Lord,
1: because good Because it was Lord. damn
0: near 13 for, for two dozen, for 24. <sighs> uh when we were there just the other day so you know i mean wow but the president can't be bothered you know we we, we're just such silly hateful rubes we don't realize how good the economy is doing well and
1: and again this all is related back to the border and what's going on when you have illegal aliens trampling on lettuce we all eat lettuce right i don't know of anybody very very few people do not eat lettuce
0: well uh, very few b- but yeah look at the, the right is cuz salads you know and, and also if you think about the market on lettuce on burgers and sandwiches right. across the country you right. know i mean that lettuce is a huge industry uh, and uh i, I I think it's sad, and, and again, the people who are in leadership don't care.
1: No, 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 that, they
0: don't care. That's they, the point. They don't have to. Biden doesn't have to worry about the price of a dozen eggs. No,
1: he does not. Uh, obviously not, because he got enough money from China to be right. able to afford any kind of egg he wants to get. He right. can get the golden egg and the goose too. <laughs> right, exactly. But uh, you now, now you just put your finger on it. When you start going to restaurants, here's what I predict with this lettuce, lettuce situation. You're going to start going to restaurants where you're going <clears> to <throat> you once enjoyed a big, thick, juicy burger covered in lettuce and all that kind of stuff. And they're going to start rationing that stuff. They're going to start saying to people and you're going to start seeing signs that say sorry, no burgers today,
0: no salad today. Well, well, none think, of that. well yeah, just think about the salad market alone. Uh-huh. How many people? How many salads are eaten in, in restaurants exactly in this country right. every single day? How many salads are sold exactly, in the supermarkets? Exactly right.
2: My favorite Italian restaurant out at Canyon
1: Lake. You used to get a salad with your your main entree. Now it's two dollars if you want right. a salad. Well, there you go. And you're going to see more and more of that you that more and more of that is going to be going on where yeah, oh, you're absolutely. just going to have them it's going to they're going to ration it just like they rationed people during the pandemic and they said you know, places that were open 24 hours they're not open 24 hours right. anymore because they don't have any people i think we, we're running a spot that says hey good news this restaurant is back open seven days a week it wasn't and so right. you're going to start seeing this affect the restaurant industry
0: like Well, there's crazy. always a ripple effect yes. uh, when things like this happen and it affects so many different other markets and other different aspects of the economy.
1: And it didn't have to be this way. No, this is we don't this is after two years, Sean. Yeah, two mean, years this is what this these people right. have done to destroy the
0: American way of life in two years time. Well, I th- I think that's what was really interesting about hearing Pence say I don't remember his exact words, but it's been tough watching everything we accomplished being dismantled yeah. before our very eyes. disheartening. I think is what something he said, like right? That, yeah, because it must be. Yeah, because none of this is necessary. We don't have to be living this way. Did you
1: post that interview yet, Elaine? Is it up now? The Pence interview. Okay, good. Well, then people can go check it out, but it's on the website. Yeah, okay. Trey uh,
0: interviewed Mike Pence uh, in the six o'clock hour, <coughs> and uh, it's a great interview. So check it out on- online, but. You know, I, I, that's, the, I think, the most depressing part of a lot of this is that we don't have to be experiencing this at all.
1: You know, he he talked about how, in, in four short years, the things that they did, energy independence. Oh, God. You know? That and, alone. Well, when you think about that, the high cost of everything goes back to the cost of fuel. Sure. Because fuel touches everything and because these people are so radical and they again they don't care you're absolutely right biden doesn't have to worry about it kamala doesn't have to worry about it none of these people have to sit down at a kitchen table and figure out can i turn the heat on this weekend when it gets cold they
0: right to they, do that. They, yeah are, am i buying food or am i buying my my heat you know i mean they don't have to deal with that my reality. kid
1: has the, my kid is grumbling and stumbling
0: in his lungs and he's coughing up yellow stuff can i take him to the doctor no not really people are making we've been reading people are making choices where they're choosing not to have medical procedures taken care of because they don't want to incur incur the cost or the debt uh i mean that,
1: and, that was another biden lie by the way because uh Obamacare was supposed to fix all that. Remember when he called it a BFD R- yes, on national yes, television yes. in Obama's ear? Yes, and it, you know we're going to solve all the problems. that Obamacare is going to make you know bring down the cost of health care. It's done the opposite. It's shot it right it, up. It,
0: it has. I've not heard. I mean, from people who have actually attempted to use it, I haven't heard one good thing. Uh, thank God we got rid of the mandate. At least you know that that went bye bye. But uh, uh, again, it, the fact that we don't have to be living this way. Is I think the most frustrating, and the only people who are paying attention know this, but I think more people are waking up to it. Though wait a minute, I was paying what a dollar something, two dollars for a gallon of gas a couple of years ago. I was could afford my groceries. Uh, I I was you know getting paid at a great job. Uh, I I I think people are waking up to it. I hope so, anyway. Well, I, you will know, we'll see. I mean, when you see like the the Quinnipiac poll from earlier in the week, where yeah. was it 70, 70 odd percent of 71. people uh, think the president mishandled uh, the the document thing and it's serious. So seventy percent is a pretty high number. I, I I hope more people are waking up to the to the bulk.
1: It's just you know this is the United States of America for the moment. Yeah, <laughs> and they are all about transforming us into something that we won't even recognize as a country and it's it's just sick to watch what they're doing it's fascism and well yeah totally and completely and uh and marxism and all the other stuff that they're doing collapsing all these markets one of the other things that they're doing—they announced yesterday that they're sending another three billion dollars to Ukraine, no strings attached, no follow-up, no accountability. They're just sending another three right. billion dollars over there, and they're sending. Here's the the other part about this, and I I think you know I I don't know if I have this figured out. You tell me, but they're emptying the shelves of our stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, our bullets, our Bradley uh, armored vehicles, all this stuff. Uh, our surface-to-air defense mechanisms, they're sending all that to Ukraine and emptying our, out, our stuff out. The, uh, the head of the Navy said, hey, man, you are within one year of having to make serious decisions about it because we're taking all of our armaments that we need to fight a war, taking it off the shelf, and giving it to Ukraine. That's what we're doing. And, and another $3 billion announced yesterday by Tony Blinken. So is it possible... That we we all know that the military industrial state, they have to have a war, you know, in order to, you you have to expend this stuff. Hmm. But if it's sitting on a shelf, there's not a way that we're going to buy more stuff from them. We're not going to buy more Bradley stuff from them and more bullets because they're sitting on a shelf. Right. You have to have that stuff used
0: up in war in order for us to. You're saying they're sending it to Ukraine to free up the, the, the shelves to buy more? That's it. That's well perhaps it. you know i i i i think there's a lot of things at play in ukraine i think that war contracts or military contracts might be one of them i think they're also funneling a lot of money through ukraine that's coming right back here to whomever <laughs> you know the big guy the big guy so i you know i mean you look at and you look at the depletion of our military and our military hardware there's one other part of it that's kind of scary and you really think about it you know what? What if we did have to get into a shooting war with the cartels? Let's just say that. Let's say say it got to a point where it requires military action. You're not wrong. They're they're armed to the max. You're not. They wrong. They buy the best munitions available from around the freaking world, including missiles and stuff like yes. that.
1: Yep. You're so what wrong. if
0: we had to go toe-to-toe with these guys, with our own military, in our own country, on our own soil, and we don't have the munitions?
1: That That is what uh, Admiral Del Toro was saying earlier this week. Right. you got a year. Yeah. One year. Imagine. One year, man. You know, you think not finding eggs on a shelf is difficult, you wait till we can't find in a rocket launcher. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, we're out of rocket launchers. Where are we going to buy that? Well, we need it. And so, this, the whole point is not to be depressing on a Friday, but the whole point is these people are doing this. And Sean, I cannot believe it's by accident. I, no, now, I, I do I don't believe, believe it. they're incompetent. I do believe they're, they're idiots and all that right. kind of stuff. But
0: I'm telling you, they, they, a lot of this stuff is by, this is actionable stuff on I, purpose. I agree. I absolutely agree. It's intentional. And, and that's the scary part about it yeah. because they're ripping this country apart on purpose happy friday that's right let's talk about some happy crap when we get back okay <laughs> quick break happy happy crap
1: coming up next ktsa deb's constipation with belly pain discomfort and ble-
2: <laughs> Flashlight. Yeah,
1: we are wearing rama it's funky friday ktsa so um here's the deal uh it's happy crap time so give me some happy crap <laughs>
0: it's our happy crap segment because we bummed you out with the end of the world so much last God, break.
1: God, it's just insane. I'm I'm just laughing at the stuff now. Cause, yeah. You know.
0: Well, Don Morgan yeah. uh, has been reporting something that makes me very very happy. Okay. Uh, coming up in March, it is the 50th anniversary of perhaps, if not my number one favorite album. Oh yeah. Really, very top top five at okay. least, maybe top three. And why is it? Why is Dark it so Side important? of the Moon, man? Pink yeah. Floyd, Dark Side of the Moon. <laughs> because it's just so it's such an amazing work of art Okay, not the happiest thing in the world to listen to but uh, the, the, the combination of just four amazing musicians combined with uh, l- lyrics that are just mind blowing and are true if you can't listen to Dark Side of the Moon and hear something in that that doesn't relate to your own life then you're not listening
1: is it a, like a concept album You've never heard? Yes. Oh, yeah. It's it's yeah.
0: It's it's. This it's, is uh, not for
1: me. This is for people who are listening. Uh, maybe they. Uh, yeah, is, it's is it, it's, yeah. It's a concept album. It's
0: it's it. You know, it all kind of flows together. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's actually only what Don maybe five songs on the whole damn thing. Yeah,
2: it's it probably seven or eight, maybe, but then they're all really long.
0: They, and they have oh, these long musical scapes, exactly. and there's a lot of sound effects that are kind of mixed in, so you get this whole right. feel. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, uh, planes crash. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I just, I think it's a gorgeous work of art. And mm-hmm. I, I, when I first discovered it, uh, probably uh, in my teens, it was one of those records. Remember the Walkmans that I would just sure. listen to over and yeah, over. It spoke and to you. Even to this day, a I go through periods sure. where I'll play it in my car constantly. It it's spoke just, to you. Yeah, it's just, uh, it's just, a, it's a great record. 50th anniversary in March. And they're going to put out, along with a remastered version of Dark Side. This is the one we play with The Wizard of Oz, right? You started yeah. oh, yeah, on yeah, the third yeah, Lion Lord? Laser, laser shows, right, right. I've been to a few of those. Uh, and they're also going to put out with it uh, the uh, a live, uh, uh, the first ever full concert from Wembley in 1974, where I think they performed the entire record live. Uh, so I'm looking forward to the box set. It's just I'm gonna go home and now. I, I gotta listen to Dark Side of the Moon when I get out of here. So I just love it for our anniversary. When your
1: my wife calls Bjorn at Bjorn's Audiovisual there at 281. Right. Have you ever been in there? I have. Okay. Have you ever been in the room, the theater? Yes. Okay. This I'm moving in. Yeah. <laughs> no, seriously. Yeah, it's amazing. So she calls him up unbeknownst to me, and she tells me later to meet her for for lunch over there for our anniversary. And we go into Bjorn's, and she had already prearranged this with Bjorn. so we go into that big theater, just the two of us, and he puts on the Chardet uh, concert that we love so much. Wow. We're big Chardet fans. Right. Sean, this room is amazing. I mean, the walls are, you know, it's a completely soundproof room. It's a theater that's specifically built by Bjorn for people who have a lot of money who want this uh, six-inch floor that's nothing underneath the floor, but Sound insulation, all this right. is, I don't need to describe the room, but it's an amazing room. It's a dead room. It's it's totally dead. dead room. Right. Totally dead. So we watched the Sarday concert, and then Bjorn said, You're not leaving yet. It. And he put that concert on. Oh, the Dark
0: Side of the Moon concert? Yes, sir. Oh, wow. You in watched
1: that, it? R- yes, sir. In that room. What was that like?
0: Unbelievable. <laughs> oh, wow. Mind blowing. Right.
1: Uh, that well, as good as Sarday was, and right, she was right, great. Right. That was un- to watch Roger Waters play that. On, on that giant screen right, in there with, that, right. with that sound system. Wow. And all those sounds were coming, the you know, surround yeah. sound speakers. Yeah, because the, the, the stereo effects everywhere. are
0: amazing on that record. They're flying all over yeah, the room. Yeah. You over feel the like you're in a different place. It's you like, really you
1: are. Yeah, yeah. It takes you to a different place, and the sound is just bouncing wow. off all over the place. It's yeah. really oh, awesome in
2: there. It, I'm it, If you've got a decent set of headphones,
0: yeah.
1: that's oh, yeah. the
2: one to listen
0: to. Oh, sure. By well, Well, like I said, that's how I started listening to it, and yeah. I would actually sit in the in the uh, coffee place at at the community college where I went, and I had the headphones on, and I would sing, I'd start singing along, and of course, <sighs> when you have the headphones on, Yours is the only voice that anybody can hear. Yeah, and I heard about that a lot.
2: <laughs> breathe, breathe in the air,
0: <laughs> baby. Don't be afraid to care.
2: Anyway, so yeah, But they got the you know great gig in the sky, and he's doing all those vocal runs that the lady does, <laughs> <and he's, laughs>
0: you know, in the middle of the in the quad there, you know, yeah. By the way, that's the hot new deal
1: right now is silent disco. Have you seen this? Silent disco. Oh, man, I've been to several of them. What's silent disco? They give you headphones. Right. And you put headphones on instead of speakers playing music in the bar or wherever you are, you listen to it through your headphones. And so you take your headphones off and you listen, and you don't hear any music. It's silent. People are dancing, right, in silence. But
2: they can listen to everybody's listening to a different song,
1: though. You can listen to to
2: different stuff. You can
1: listen. You can listen to the same one, but they have multiple channels. So somebody might be singing some conjunto song, and somebody's singing a, a, a Casey and the Sunshine Band song, and somebody's singing a Garth Brooks song.
4: Why and, don't you and, just stay the hell
1: home? And you're. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's, it's fun to take your headphones off and listen to everybody. Oh, sing, like right. people would be sitting there at the coffee shop listening to you. Right. You're listening to all these people sing various different songs inside of a disco. It's, <laughs> it's really. It's, the, you know, weird. it's not something I go to all the time, but
2: I've been right. on it's cruise ships and stuff. Here, here's the it funny very, thing, though. I've seen videos of this. Yeah. And the videos of white people dancing to silent discos. Yeah. And no difference. Yeah. Either they're dancing to the same song or they're not. Yeah, It doesn't really matter. It doesn't make a dance. They look. They're dancing.
0: (laughs) They look the same. same. I'm not into the whole white privilege thing, but you know what? We really can't dance.
1: No, we just
0: can't dance. It's not pretty. Nah. Shouldn't even try. No. When, when you they see them at a do. wedding,
1: <laughs> when you see them at a wedding reception, try to do the what? What, what was that? Come on, baby, wobble, wobble, baby, wobble. Yeah. And you see a bunch of white guys try that at a wedding reception?
0: Right. There oh, is nothing bad. more embarrassing for my wife than when we're at a wedding and they start a cumbia. Yeah, right. Yeah, I start doing that. Oh. I just now crazy. that I can I dance. No, I, I can dance a cumbia, and I, I do it all the time in Mexico.
2: I look ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. I find if you imitate yourself, you know, on ice skates like you're falling down. <laughs> 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 people be saying, "Look at that dude dance." Jimmy, Jimmy's
1: got a cigarette, right. so we'll take a break. Let's say about River City Oral Surgery. River City Oral Surgery, Doctor Mark Habercorn does great work when it comes to tooth extraction or implants. They can do the best in Texas at any of that. Tooth extraction, wisdom teeth removal, all those kind of things. River City Oral Surgery does it for you in a very professional setting with an MD and a facial maxillary surgeon. That that is Doctor Mark Habercorn. He's great at this. At River City Oral Surgery, they give you the prices right over the phone. So all you got to do is give them a call they'll tell you what it's going to cost and that's it there's never any hidden charges or fees or messing around like that here's what it's going to cost to get your implants done one two all on four uppers all on four lowers whatever it is that you're attempting to accomplish to have a bright beautiful smile they'll tell you what it's going to cost with no surprises at all at river city oral surgery 210-778-0002 hi trey we here even though the medicare and It's 839 at KTSA, and i got a couple of quick things to hit here. First of all, I've been talking about this Tucker thing from last night that was just brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. Watch his first 15 minutes, which is his opening monologue, which I watch every day, but last night was exceptionally good. This is how he wrapped
4: it up. Unelected lifers in the federal agencies make the biggest decisions in American government and crush anyone who tries to rein them in. And in the process, our democracy becomes a joke. Now, you may have noticed that the very first person in the Trump administration the agencies went after was General Michael Flynn. Why Flynn? Because Mike Flynn was a career Army intel officer who ran the Defense Intelligence Agency. In other words, Mike Flynn knew exactly how the system worked. And as a result, he was capable of fighting back. Four days after Donald Trump's inauguration, the FBI lured Mike Flynn into a meeting without his lawyer, concocted a series of fake crimes, and forced him to resign. So that's how things actually work in Washington. Let's stop lying about it. Joe Biden, meanwhile, whooped like a hyena when the Justice Department destroyed Mike Flynn. So there is, we have to say, a certain perverse justice in watching something very similar happen to Joe Biden himself six years later. Joe Biden does not deserve our sympathy. He's being shafted, but don't weep for him. And yet the rest of us do deserve a better system, an actual democracy. When people nobody voted for run everything, you are not living in a free country. You have to watch this. Wow. (laughs) He's right. He laid it out with the facts.
1: Yeah. Of how the the deep state or the swamp, as we call it, actually runs the show, baby. and
0: they do, they do, and they're getting rid of Joe Biden right now. But don't wait I, for him; he deserves it. Well, I, I increasingly that's what I'm thinking. I think he's being set up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, sure, uh, like and uh, he's uh, he's used up. Well, he's beyond his usefulness. They, they call him useful idiot. Useful idiot. That's, that's what he they keeps call running it. Running his mouth about running again. Mm-hmm. It's almost Shakespearean. It's his own mouth that's getting him uh, cut loose. That's what did it because the
1: midterms were supposed to dispatch with him right, right you know and that didn't happen and he's like i'm gonna
0: run again they're like oh no you're not no <laughs> no, no you're, you're not joe <laughs> you're done we're gonna tolerate you for the moment but yep. we're gonna shuffle you off at some point and if these documents don't do it it'll be something
1: else maybe hair sniffing or something like that it, it, they'll, they'll, they'll get him with something it, it's gonna get progressively worse yeah you know I, i'm sure knowing how they operate they went to him and said here's the deal you know here and he went nope i'm i'm running went, okay no we'll show you well That's he's a works. very
0: he's got a huge ego oh yeah oh yeah and so you know uh somebody coming in coming to him and saying all right well you've done your your duty to the party faithful now it's time for uh you to move on an ego like joe biden hey hey pal i'm the pre- i'm the president yeah not a joke. Not a joke, pal. No, <laughs> I'm not going ball.
1: anywhere, pal. I'm going to run again. Something else I want to toss <clears throat> in here, and then we'll have fun in the, in the last segment, because this is serious, but we sure. talk about the sexualization of children, oh, and, it, and it's so obvious that it's going on, right? Yeah. yeah. It's, not, it's not debatable. No. It's happening, Right. And you and I have always said, you know, if you're over the age of 21 and you're a guy and you want to wear pumps and panties on a weekend, well, that's your deal. You know, They're a grown-ass uh, adult. Yeah, I don't care
0: what you that, do. That's true as, long
1: as, it, as long as it doesn't affect me. Yeah. I think you're crazy, but hey, you know what? <laughs> Be crazy. Right. Uh, but leave the children alone. Yes. And they can't. They can't. They're doing drag queen stuff at zoos now. Because they've done it at schools, and some, yeah. of the, some of the parents are starting to chase them out of the schools. So now they're going to, to kiddo places like zoos. You know, We're going to have drag queen at the, at the zoo. Come on down. And, and not, this is nothing. Drag queen thing is not cutesy or anything. This is nothing more than men dressing like women in a strip show. That's all this is. That's all it is. Pretty much. Yeah. I mean, it's
0: burlesque at best, right. You know, but still, is burlesque appropriate for kids? No. no. Absolutely not. So, you've got uh, this.
1: I don't know if you're familiar with the uh, Build-A-Bear thing. Oh, yeah. yeah. you take kids sure. and build yeah. okay. Did it with my
0: kids. Yeah, me too. And grandkids yeah. and all that kind of stuff.
1: Well, now they've got a deal at the Build-A-Bear called Build-A-Bear
0: After Dark. <laughs> what? No, I'm afraid to ask.
1: Build-A-Bear After Dark. I haven't heard about this. You can Build-A-Bear with, you know, nice little nighty on. No. <laughs> yeah, you can take Is this kids. this for adults or kids? <laughs> well, it's on the kids' Build-A-Bear God. platform. I mean, you know. Uh, build a bear is like a tiny little bear, so it's you know you can build a bear now for your kiddos with 90s and all kinds of sexually suggestive oh, type, on, type outfits. Come on, man, are you serious? I'm dead serious. I'm looking at it right now. I'm dead sure. It's right there. What is wrong and with everybody? And I'm sure somebody's going to claim, well, that's to give to your girlfriend for Valentine's Day. No, build a bear. It's build a bear for
0: if you could bring your kids to this. Yeah. So um you
1: you have a lawsuit in Ohio right now but this is not just in Ohio. You've got parents saying that activist teachers that's that wouldn't ha- there's no activist teachers no. are there. Activist <laughs> teachers are now having intimate conversations with children as young as 6 about sexual behavior, sexual positions, sexual attitudes, adult toys, mental and psychological questions of the student of the student's family, and private religious practices in the schools with kiddos as young as six. That's
0: a crime. Were you thinking about sexual toys when you were six? No. Were you thinking about positions? If if an adult were talking to me about that stuff when I was six, they were guilty of a crime.
1: Yeah, well, it's called
0: pedophilia. It is. Look look at the definition of pedophilia. It's called assault. It's
1: that too, but it's pedophilia. When an adult is having uh, sexual attraction and sexual uh, conversations, whatever, with kids, that's pedophilia. Look it yeah, up. Yeah,
0: but it's also a cra- If you go, and we yeah. say this all the time, if right. you're in some other situation and you start talking to a six year old about uh-huh. sexual positions. Yes, right. Uh You're telling me if somebody sees that, you're not going to freaking jail? Right. You should be. Well, absolutely you should be. We've used the
1: Megaplex over here as a prime example. You can't allow a six-year-old to go to Megaplex. Why But they're bringing a Megaplex to the school through the teachers. They're
0: legitimizing it uh, through the education system. That's what they're doing. And it's sick.
1: So parents are catching on, right? And so parents are now suing these these, uh, various school districts. And so now, you know, like over in Florida, Ron DeSantis got that law passed that you can't talk to kids in the school about this stuff. Right. The 88th Texas Ledge is in session right now, and they're working on passing a similar law for the state of Texas. This is why this is relevant to our listeners. But, but, in spite of these laws, Sean, local teachers' unions and national teachers' unions have found a way around these laws. They have the LGBT I'm Here badge that they are giving, distributing out to teachers. And on this badge, it says, I'm Here. This is according to a superintendent in this school district that's being sued. Uh, on the front of it, it says, I'm Here. But on the back, and it's got all the gay uh, color stripes and everything on it. Mm-hmm. But on the back is a QR code that can be scanned from across the room in like a classroom. So a teacher would have an I'm here badge on, can lift it up, and there's a QR code that a kid can go click and scan the code, and it leads to material according to the superintendent that that's inappropriate for students. Oh,
0: come on. Se- man.
1: Sexual information. It's porn, basically, then. It- pretty much, yeah. Sexual instruction, uh, the QR code on the back of these badges, sexual instructions about sexual positions and toys scanned by students from far away across the classroom uh, when the teacher's wearing the badge. It's called the I'm Here badge. as being distributed by teachers' unions. So you pass a law to say to these activists, pedophile teachers and administrators and whatever out there, leave our children alone. And they find a way to get around it by coming up with this badge where the kiddo can scan it and but, get the
0: information. And and what is why? What what, what to what end is this? I mean, I, I I get the pedophilia thing. I even get the normalizing. That's uh, it. They're trying to normalize that's a it. lot of stuff. That's it. And, and I believe you're right. I think that's probably the heavier reason. That's it. But my, they're kids, man. What is wrong with you? Yeah. No, they don't care. Yeah. Look. We, we 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 played this guy uh, from from the UK uh, who's talking to you know the younger pe- younger pe- kiss. he's talking to young people yeah. about you know you, you, it's time for you to stand up and be active in your life mm-hmm. and outrages. and you know we, we, on the one hand we're we're telling them that you you got to get up and do but on the other hand we're we're obsessed with sexualizing them at a very young age. And keeping them, in a sense, in this cycle of uh, of being kind of uh, well, frankly, political dumbasses, mm-hmm. right? And all the while normalizing them to the idea that whatever a person of th- of authority says to you is uh-huh. truth. So now you know why I say to daddies primarily, mamas too. You're
1: right. You're right. Mamas got to take a take an active role in this, and they do. But daddies primarily because men have been so effeminized over the past uh, you know couple of decades now. And I'm saying that men need to reassert themselves. This crap is going to continue until men put down the white claw and take the sweater off and put on a pair of Wranglers and a <laughs> pair of boots and go use those boots and kick back against this stuff. I'm serious. I'm serious about that. that that's the, this, they will continue to do this stuff until daddies and grandpas say, I've had enough, and I'm finished. We're well, not, you're I, not
0: doing this. Well, one of the offshoots of this, and I was talking to my wife about that this yesterday, is that men are just becoming women. You right. know, men, men, feminists leads. now fight for the rights of men who live as women. Yeah, that's where it leads. That is where the leads. ultimate emasculation of men, right. is making them into women. Right. right, oh,
1: And that's what's going on. And the media and the music and Hollywood and everything else has led men to this to, to this destination. And that has opened up the holes in our society that has allowed this kind of thing, the sexualization of children going on. I can tell you, you know, uh, years ago, you go back 40, 50 years in American history, the men in this country would have stood up against stuff like that. that's why it didn't happen.
0: That's why it did not happen. Right. Well, I I don't know I don't know how you turn the tide of this thing because again they're they're getting hit up in school, they're getting hit up online, they're getting hit up on uh, on on social media, uh, in their 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 culture, like you said, the music and the movies uh you know that's a big old train that's sure uh, running over our kids so sure i don't is. know how again young men start standing up at this point
1: maybe ring the phone and ask the school if they have the i'm here badges <laughs>
0: <All> <laughs> Maybe right
1: we'll go all right thank you jimmy back in just a minute more wearing in rhyme ktsa need to sell your home on your